This is Paper Cup Calls. Bow ties are cool. I'm Link. I'm Tori. And I'm Shelby. So, Jude needed $7 for school the other day. It had to be cash. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who cares cash? Yeah, exactly. And specifically $7, a strange <laughs> amount. What for? Uh, a, a function he had to do. It, it was legit. Like, he needed it for a thing. I don't, I don't want to throw, like... For a thing. He needed it for a school function. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he needed, it, he needed it the next day. He couldn't just... It couldn't be a week from, from today. He told me the day before when I picked him up from school. How long did he know that he needed the money? Of course. Uh, longer than that, I would imagine. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not certain... But I would imagine longer. I didn't get a note. I didn't get. I probably had an email that I didn't see, honestly. But like, uh, I definitely didn't get any confirmation, anything from him saying, "Hey, I need seven dollars for this thing." Yeah. Until the day before, as I'm picking him up. So it's like we have less than twelve hours to get us seven dollars. <laughs> um, it's after work. I go pick him up. Um, have, when was the last time you guys needed seven dollars of cash, a small amount of cash, and just didn't have it? Didn't have it or needed it, because those are two different questions. Didn't have it and needed it. Both. Okay. Uh, didn't... Uh, needed it? About every other week I need a small amount of cash. And typically for Joseph, for school, because they do like uh, in-house fundraising, so they can wear jeans on Fridays sometimes if they pay a dollar. Or they do popcorn day, but it costs, you know... A dollar fifty, or they, you know, they do little in-house things like that. Um, didn't have it has been a little bit because I am now used to his school system of in-house fundraising like that. And to clarify, I'm not like saying didn't have it, but didn't have like the physical cash in your ha- hand. You you were worth more than seven dollars. Oh no it, no, like, that's what I like. <laughs> okay, he used to <laughs> tell me clear. the morning of. Oh, I can get popcorn right. today. Exactly. I'm like, well. Psh- you better go get into your piggy bank, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I made him do several times because he didn't tell me, and I didn't want him to miss out, and he wanted to use his money, so I'm like, whatever. Jude's piggy bank is a running list of funds that, that we owe him, so it's also <laughs> it's just a piece of paper like all of my money is. It's just it's not real money. It's just, you know, there. Shelby, have you had, have you had to have just seven physical dollars? You have a different situation being in Europe. Yeah, I do because I often need cash. There's a lot of places here that don't um they don't take cards and I also get paid exclusively in cash, which sounds really shady, but wow. um, So I I always have cash on me, but I I need it here. It, but in the US I wouldn't have it. I've actually had 10 US dollars in my wallet for a year. <laughs> I didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, and also one thing I found when I, when I was having to exchange money and turn it into different physical money is I would get it out in let's just say hundred dollar increments and I knew however much money I had in my wallet before when it was a foreign dollar it was a hundred dollars you know like track it <laughs> yeah. that way you know that's a really good way to do it that's what I do too when I go to places where I'm unfamiliar with the currency I just get a certain amount out and I'm like okay I only want to spend this much so this is what I have like it, it does make it easier anyway I've gotten this lost on a tangent here like I need Jude needed seven American dollars not foreign. I, I I have access to seven American dollars. Yes, but I didn't have set have them physically. So uh, it took forty five minutes, forty five <laughs> minutes for me 
to get Jude from home, or from, sorry, from his school to my house. And it usually takes 15. And the <laughs> only other difference in this entire trip was the need for $7. Like, I don't know why. Well, okay, so... I'm not mad at him for telling me. No, I'm, not, I'm no, mad no. that it, take, it took me 30 minutes to, find, to, to get, like, I knew I didn't have it in quarters. You know, I can't just, you know, I can't go through the chain door. Or, you know what, maybe I did have it in quarters. I couldn't give it to him in quarters and have him give it to the teacher in front of everybody in quarters because that, that'd be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it would. So. Yeah, you know, something kind of like this happened the other day when we were in uh, Scotland. We needed one pound, just one to get into a no I guess two because we needed a locker for our stuff because we had a flight that was leaving in the evening and we had already checked out of our Airbnb and we had like really really heavy bags and I couldn't carry mine all day it was really hurting and so we needed a locker we found one but then I had to like stand by the locker while Chris went like 10 minutes out of his way to go to an ATM to get out 10 pounds because that's the lowest you could take out and then walk all the way back to like, cause we were at this art museum, um, to put in the one pound. It took him like, it took him like 30 minutes and I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much what I had to do. I had to go to an ATM and then buy something with the, the, the $20 from the ATM. Because, yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah. Cause you needed the change. Like, the yeah. $7 exactly. Yeah. ATMs only give out 20s. Yes. That's the lowest for them. And it was like, you know, five o'clock after mm-hmm. work and it's busy. It was just so. I've, it was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do in my entire life. It was just to to, to get seven dollars of my own money to give to my son in cash. He, if he if if they needed me to write them a check for seven hundred, I could have given it to him like that. Yeah. But you know, whatever. So. Uh, Tori. Nope. No. Shelby. Yep. You got it. This happens every week. You every know, there's. Week. You go, all right, sorry. She's right nope. in yeah. front of me, and I'm usually looking at her in my in, in my defense. Okay. As far as I know, you're imaginary. Not in your defense. You're the one that organizes the outline. You make sure to put her stuff normally at the top uh, because, of course, she's more stuff, interesting yeah. because um, she's in Europe <laughs> and stuff. She is. It's true. Uh, no, no, it's true. And you we only leave with the Europe stuff because it's, it's interesting, yes. And you only have two co-hosts. <laughs> So I only have one in the room with me, though. In my defense, uh-huh. and as far as I, I know, just think it's funny. But yeah, I'm it saying is. It's as far as funny. I know, Shelby's imaginary. <laughs> um, I think we need a better. I just feel like it's a part of our podcast now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. So Shelby, speaking of seven dollars, uh, <laughs> you're planning a bachelorette party, Prague Bosey. Okay, I probably spe- spelled Boise wrong. Is that how you spell Boise? It's Boise. I spelled it. I, I, I read know. it wrong. That looks right. Wait, it'd be O I O. Okay. No. O I. O I. Yeah, yeah. That's Boise. I was thinking about it the other way as always. Sorry, go on. You're right. Uh, well, okay. So this is a little misleading, but uh, these are the notes that helped me remember what I was talking about. So one of our roommates, Larissa, she's single. And uh, we have devised a bachelorette for her. Like, you know, the the show, The Bachelor? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so we have devised a bachelorette because she really wants an American husband because she wants to be American. And um, our house is doing a reunion in June because Larissa's going to be in the United States. 
And so we're all going to go to Boise, Idaho and get together. What? And so Boise? Yeah, cause that's where um that's where Betsy and John live. Okay. That is and awesome. Doing, like, yeah, I'm really excited. And Larissa's doing this like it's like a tour of the United States. She's going to be there for a month and it's like this bus tour, so she's going to end near that side of the country. So that's why we're doing it in Boise because she's starting like in Chicago, but she's going all the way up through like Canada and the Northern States and then going down through like, um, going down through to, I think Salt Lake is where she's ending up. And then she's going to go to Boise. That's incredible that you guys are going to meet up again for a reunion. Like, is it going to be everybody? Yeah, it's going to be everyone, and it's in, like, we oh. have the date sets and everything because we know when she's coming, and, yeah, we're really excited. You um, should be. Um, That's anyway, killer. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to see them all. And, uh, anyway, so Larissa really needs an American husband. She's been talking about it <laughs> since I met her. And we're, so we we had this idea because she really doesn't want to go camping, but we all want to go camping. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring all the eligible friends that we have to go camping and it'll be like a bachelorette you know spinoff <laughs> camping edition and i'm really excited about it yeah so how many bachelors are you planning to bring to this potential candidates potential well, husbands i don't know because yeah because it's gonna be in boise so i i'm kind of at a disadvantage because all of betsy's friends are the ones that are going to be invited Ooh, but i know some yeah. people that live um, yeah, it would be hard to on get the West Coast, someone... so I might invite them. Yeah, it would be hard to get someone in South Bend, like all the way. Yeah, over there. Yeah, <laughs> is that um, a home field advantage? Then is that what you'd call that? Yeah, yeah probably, they, they definitely yeah. do. And mm-hmm. she said that whoever finds her husband is the, the maid of honor in her wedding. So it's like the stakes are high. So that is really high. It is. High. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Do the men know what's going on? That is a good question. Um, no, but <laughs> I think I think it'll be okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, Shelby, I absolutely need you to uh, video record this entire thing. In fact, I need you to put cameras on everybody. I, that's the whole point. The whole point is to make a vlog about it. Oh, oh cool. Cool. And, and, and for the husband, I guess, too, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to play any check board games at this reunion slash bachelor, bachelor at real life thing? I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Reality I, TV. I, I keep getting stuck on what to call it. <laughs> soap opera. Real life reality TV? <laughs> so Soap opera, really? bachelorette, yeah. reality TV is what I would label it. Mm-hmm. Hidden yeah, camera, yeah. hidden camera, um, <laughs> reality soap opera, bachelorette. Yeah, where you I think we have some liability on our hands. Boise edition. <laughs> Boise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was thinking bachelorette camping edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. It, you know. Edition the name is, we're still working on the name. <laughs> but, you got some time. Uh, to, to pass the time and, and on these kind of things, are you going to play any did... board games? Uh, well, we might because I finally found 
um, this check game that I played. I think it was last New Year's was when I played this game and I loved it. It was this, well, I didn't remember what it was called or exactly how to play the game, but I remember really liking it. And uh, it's basically this, it's a number card game, which sounds not fun, but it is. And it, it, Uh, I like things that have numbers in them, especially games. It's like, I like numbers and multiplying them and making them bigger and, yeah, it, it's really it's really easy. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. I actually, well, I finally found it because I've been wanting to get it, and because I want to bring it home and teach everyone how to play, because I just had so much fun with it. And it's like a good party game, and it's simple, and it's for like two to ten people, so a lot of people can play and really enjoy it. And it's kind of one of those games where it's like, and these are my my favorite kind of games, where it's like part strategy and part. Uh, luck so you can have <laughs> yeah. a good strategy but yes you know sometimes you just can't help what's gonna happen just like real life and so yeah yeah it is like real life, real life is part strategy part luck that's true that's true is this um, game also I... called life no that name no was no oh, okay okay well i i couldn't remember what it was called i thought it was called two takes in check and so i went to this board game shop and i was like i'm looking for this game it involves cows because it does have cows <laughs> Um, and numbers, and it's a card game, and I think it's called Two Takes, and they're like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And I was like, okay, bye. And then I kept looking it up. Okay, turns out it's called Six Bulls. Oh, well, that's close. <laughs> that's kind of close. close. <laughs> well, so, yeah. uh, what does, what, what's the word for bulls and takes in, in Czech? Are they similar? Well, I was looking for cow. I said cow, but oh, the, I think, yeah, they translated it to to, to I should have said bull. Yeah, it's yeah, a cow. It, it was interesting because I kept looking up on Google. I was like, cow game and check and all these things that were like <laughs> not related kept coming up. But oh. Betsy is actually the one who finally found the name of it because I was also using the wrong number because it was six and not two, which I thought. Um, and I found it. But then the next challenge was remembering how to play because I played it a year ago. Yeah, because I bet the instructions were in check. <laughs> completely in check. Yep. And uh, so I was like, Okay, everyone, come over. We're going to play a game. Uh, I didn't tell them that I didn't know how to play the game. <laughs> that we're going to have to figure it out together. And this was, it was a nightmare. Like, we all, one of us left in tears. Like, oh, no. nobody had a good time. No. Was it Downstairs Dave? Well, Downstairs Dave did come up. Yes. Because he spoke, to, he speaks Czech. And so I was like, I would like thought I had it mostly figured out. Because we had all we had all played it, so most of us had played it before. So we were like, "Oh, I think this is how you do it," um, and we were like using Google Translate to look at the rules. And then he was reading it a bit, and we're like, "Okay, that sounds that that makes sense." And then we basically argued for like an hour, and then we finally figured out how to play it. And then it was really fun. <laughs> and probably extra fun since you had to figure it out yourself. Yeah, it was like you have so that sense of accomplishment I, too. Like, yeah, well, I felt that way. I don't know that everyone else did. Like, Larissa left. I was like, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> like, no, once you know how to play, it's really fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I now I know the actual rules, and it, it is, completely makes sense again to me, and I had a great time, and I bought two of them because <laughs> I wanted to give one as a gift. And then uh, I bought one for us to play, too, so we'll play it when I get home. Sweet. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. So I watched a movie this week. Ooh. It was of a time when there were no rules. That sounds scary. Yeah, a.k.a. the Wild West. 
Um, but like, <laughs> with um, Will Smith? No. It, so I watched this movie called. It's on Netflix called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Hmm. And uh, I watched the trailer for it. I was like, right, you know how Netflix is? If you just kind of mouse over something, it suddenly starts playing a thing. And I was like, well, it looked kind of interesting to me. Yeah. So I, I actually watched it, and what it ended up being, I can't remember if it was five or six, but like short stories all set in the Old West, but they're not like connected or anything except for by maybe some like tonal and, and uh, theme connections, but no same characters or storylines. Okay. Um, and some of them, uh, and it was, I really enjoyed it, so, but I don't want to say too much about it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, some of them, they, they range from, like, the last one in particular is really good to, eh, it's all right. There's one that's, like, literally a musical. <laughs> and it's, it's, like, it's, it's really, really weird. It's all but um, worth checking out. Um, at the very least, after you watch the first one, you'll pretty much have a good idea whether you want to watch more. And it's only about 15, 20 minutes, so... Well, that's not bad, you know, and it, speaking of musicals, I went to see one this weekend. What? Yes. I went and saw The Sound of Music at the Morris, which is in our hometown, um, South Bend, and it was a lot of fun. I went with an old friend, and she brought, like, most of her family with her, so I got to hang out with them, and that was actually a lot of fun, and um, this... I. One of the things I was most impressed with, besides the acting, because it's been a long time since I've seen a live professional play, the acting was on point, uh, was the stage itself and the stage setup and how fluid it all was and the props. And it just, they didn't have to use too many props to create this gorgeous scene if for every different transitional scene for every different setting. And I was just really impressed. I was also impressed with, so the sound of music, the main characters, they, it's a family. The Ventrops? Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, they have seven children. And I was expecting to see older people playing the younger ages. And that was completely wrong. They actually had age-appropriate actors on stage for a three-hour play playing. Oh, it, wow. it, it was it was insane. And the youngest couldn't have been, even if she was super, super tall, could not have been more than five at what? all. And she was it, spectacular. That's the same. It was, it, in the age range was... I'm telling you, I don't think she was even five. I think she was four or younger. Are you sure you weren't just really far away and that's why she was shorter? I was in the nosebleeds, but I could see just fine. I mean, everyone's shorter from far away is all I'm saying. Not that short. <laughs> and it, the age ranges that these uh, actors and actresses were playing, were, I mean, it was from like four to 16. They don't give the exact age of the youngest, but she I think she was only four, and she, it was it's spectacular. I mean, that is so cool. You know, um, The Sound of Music is based on an Austrian family, um, yes. and the movie, The Sound of Music, it was filmed in Salzburg, and I went, oh, to, the, I went to Salzburg. Nice. And there's, like, Sound of Music stuff everywhere. Aww. Yeah, I wanted to record myself, like, spinning in a circle in a field. <laughs> <laughs> now... Early in our podcast history, 
it came out that I was the only one who had seen The Sound of Music. Shelby, have you now seen it? You are. I've always seen it. You've seen the music. Shelby that hadn't seen it? Only Shelby. I've been in musicals forever. I didn't think. I thought you said you hadn't either. Maybe that was Rachel Mm -mm. that said that later. (gasps) Yeah, so I have still not seen the Sound of Music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It is very good. But I've been aware it's filmed. Okay, no, I, th- I feel like I should, I should really have seen it by now. Okay, so I don't know the exact name of someone who is like auditioning to be a full fledged nun. What to audition to be a nun? I thought they just took everyone. They don't. Um, well, there's like no. <laughs> you you have to meet requirements and do a certain length of time before you are like uh, I don't think ordains the right word, but until you become a nun. Uh, and that is basically the the life of the main character in the very beginning is she is um, at an abbey and she wants to give her life up and um, she thinks her calling is to be a nun. She wants that's what she wants. That's all she wants. And her uh, head nun probably not the right word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, head nun. Yeah, head nun. nun. Nope, nun mm-hmm. boss. Nun boss. <laughs> Mrs. Nunboss sends her to the uh, Van or Von? Von. Von Trapp family. Vern. Vern. No, that's not right. Von (laughs) Trapp family as a temporary uh, nanny or nursemaid until that position can be filled because that family is very highly respected. And it's a single father because his wife passed away several years ago. And there's seven children, and he keeps losing nursemaids because the children play naughty tricks on him. Right. So it's the story of how her life changes after encountering this family. And also about, you know, the Germans invading Austria. It sounds great. I really want to see it. And I I think I'd really enjoy the, like, you know, the scenery and stuff. And then I went to one of my favorite restaurants after and had dinner with the group, and it was Awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Christmas is just around the corner, and I bet you can start, like, seeing signs of it there in Prague, right, Shelves? Yeah, I think I probably said this already, but the Christmas markets have started in Prague. You haven't, because and... last time we talked, yeah, they we... weren't open yet. Yeah, we asked about it a few oh. weeks ago. Good. Yeah, they all opened, and they're everywhere, like, everywhere. I went to five of them today. Because, like, I have to walk through that many to get home. It's hard not to buy this. It all smells and looks so good. Are they all the same? No, everyone sells slightly different different stuff. Mm. Like, some guy will have, like, fried cheese and and, and, uh, mulled wine. Um, And some guy, other guy might have, like, I don't know. Shelby, I I can only remember fried cheese and mulled wine. Well, there's a ton of stuff. There's sausage. There's the trildonic, which is... um, um, Tordonic is like a sweet dough that uh, has like Nutella or something else on the inside. So usually people, um, like when it's in the summer, they have the sweet dough with Nutella and they put ice cream in it. Um, And there's like grog and then there's also handmade things like ornaments and stuff like that. But there's a ton of stuff. There's somebody, there was like a potato chip place. There was a popcorn place. There's so much. So we're eating drunk and good. And all that wine is different. They pretty much all have yeah, all It's the one thing they all have in common. So you're really drunk yeah. by the time you made it home and very full. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. Uh, I didn't drink anything. Ah, 
See that that um, wine? It, it got me a lot. While it's so I was good. Over there. Like like you you can't go far without just another person selling like the cheapest, most delicious like hot beverage you've ever had. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I plan on going back. I'm I've been a little sick, so I didn't want to you know put a bunch of alcohol in my body. I didn't think that helped, but you know tomorrow. That seems reasonable. At least tomorrow. It <laughs> seems reasonable. I can't say that I would have would have had the same. Um, you know, forethought. I would have um, thought it made me better because I wouldn't feel the pain. See, we're all on completely different levels here. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> sleep like a baby, get over this cold in no time. Mm -hmm. Knock my ass yeah, right out. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, Chubby, decided, you're doing you it wrong. It wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just said the same. Okay. Thing. Well, and also my throat hurts, so I guess it. Shelby, it what are you will. doing? Yeah. When I was sick, I bust out the tea and. Because it's hot. It's hot, hot liquid. Yeah, you, you, you messed up. Yeah. Go back out and get yourself <laughs> some malt we'll wine. wait while you go get some right now. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me go. They're all closed, but, you know. Uh. Um, but, yeah, the Christmas markets are so cool. They're just so much fun, and it really gets you in the spirit. And today was actually pretty warm, so it wasn't miserable to be out. Um, and basically, me and Betsy just kind of hopped around to, like, different ones, <laughs> just for no reason. Cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell it's Christmas here because, like, we have our Christmas tree up. And, uh, Tori, have you put your Christmas tree up yet? We recently went and chopped down our Christmas tree because that's how we do it at my house. You guys got a real one? Yes, we get real trees. But uh, it's, a lot of people, like, they get real trees and, like, they look down on the fake trees, right? Oh, I don't I look you, down I know, on I know them. You don't, but people, like, I, people, people, there's, like, a. I'm not saying you do. I'm not a. <laughs> but in, in the past, recently, I don't think it's so much that way. But in the past, when I was a kid, we were like, well, you got a plastic tree? You know, like, it wasn't really a thing. But. Maybe I just didn't know anybody with real trees when I was growing up. We had real trees. Sometimes. And then we didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Not in my life. No. No, not, not in, in your yours. Life. No. Yeah. I mean, we had a, yeah. We always had a fake tree. <laughs> yeah. Mom hates christmas trees in general almost I, she does. i don't mind the the, the regular I, I i don't i'm with her i'm on i'm on her side on this one i like the outside to be outside of the house okay so i was totally on board because andy loves real christmas trees right if, she, if rachel the, loved it i would we would do it you know yeah. it's not like i would stop it yeah well it's the act of taking the kids out mm -hmm. and chopping down the tree yourself mm -hmm. and picking it out and bringing it home but i'd never gone until this year. Oh, I've, never, I've never done the actual cutting down tree part. Yeah, I've never gone. He always goes to the same place, Hensler's, Wait, is it that his parents go. No, you go and pick it out. You take a saw with you and what? a sled. And you, you, you saw oh, that bitch so right cool. down. Like it's 1892? And then you like <laughs> put it in your sled and drag it up to the guy who like shakes it. No, I want no part of this process. Bundles it. And then you, you hop back on the, the tram and back to your car. But... That sounds amazing. It sounds like you got duped into, into working for your like working for these <laughs> Christmas tree owners. They didn't want to hire some teenagers, so they make you do it yourself. So I, I think it's cute that he wants to do it with the kids. And Audrey's old enough to withstand the cold now. So that we actually got our tree about two weeks ago, um, because it, it was nicer. And he's like, "Oh, it's gonna be fifty today." This was two weeks ago. I'm like, "Oh yeah, uh huh." Um, he's like, yeah, it's going to be over 50. You guys don't even need to wear your heavy coats, blah, blah, blah. And 
granted, this is a, my first time going, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm already like, ah, oh, I got to go outside. Yeah, outside's the worst. I thought you were just going to take the kids. Um, there's like, you know, weather out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I'm, I'm trying to be like, yeah, this is fun and family stuff, huh? <laughs> you know, because he really enjoys it and I don't want to ruin it for well, him. Well, and yeah, you're supporting him. It makes sense. That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you're doing like, right. There's nothing, yeah. Like, yeah. This is like, that's part of being yeah, married. In a relationship. Sometimes uh, you got to yeah. do stuff that, and look like you're having fun. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, it was just like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. I'll go. Yeah, you're good. Okay, let's go. Uh, but he convinced me that it was going to be warm enough not to wear our big heavy coats. And that was not true because although it was warm, it was very icy, windy. And so the kids are like chattering like, and I'm like, and I'm having to bundle Audrey (laughs) in my coat to keep her from chattering. So I'm chattering and, you know, at least she's warm. So she's all like, train, Uh, because you have to get on a tram to go back to the trees. Well, at least they don't make you hike out there yourself. You know, you already have to, like, get the tree yourself. True. <laughs> but they used to let you drive out there. So all I heard from Andy on the tram ride was, I miss the good old days where you could just drive your truck back yeah. here and get your own tree. I wish we were doing more work for these people. Like, uh, so, like. <laughs> oh, my own gas when I do this, too. This was This was all I heard. And he was even, like commenting it to the people sitting next to us like do you remember that do you, like, do you remember when we could just drive back I mean, here we're, we're making, like, like we're, we're kind of poking fun at it but like uh it really is kind of a tradition for some people i guess i know and especially him i mean not only is this a tradition that we have at our household he's continuing it even at the same place that he got the tree when he was a kid yeah that's a really cool so thing. yeah and joseph loves it um audrey had a blast uh other than being a little cold it was cool it was neat to go pick it out we got off the wrong field so we we did so they told us as we got on wait Wrong field. Did, okay, so were you in the maple tree field? Okay, listen. <laughs> listen. You brought, you brought like... So we waited oh, for... Oh, no, we're in the cabbage field. <laughs> we're, we... This is all useless. <laughs> you brought home some broccoli. <laughs> wait. We... The tiny trees, that works. We can decorate that. <laughs> we waited in line for this tram forever because there's so many people that they, even though we're in line, people keep crowding on and taking our spot. So we like wait two extra trams than we're supposed to really. Um, before we're just like, you know, screw it. We're going to run some people down. We're going to go get our fucking tree. Right. And get these kids, you know, out of the cold. And so as we get on the tram, the uh, not really conductor, cause he's driving a tractor. Not oh, like a tractor conductor. That's okay, correct. tractor conductor. <laughs> he makes a big announcement about pilot, his... whichever. Yeah, pilot. Um, mm-hmm. captain, captain, captain. Yes, too. yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> captain tram driver. Mm-hmm. He makes a big announcement about how there's going to be three stops. One's the discount tree lot um, that were oh. leftovers from. <laughs> Last year. Wait, okay, so quick question about Discount Tree Lot, because there's a lot to unpack here. Okay, wait. We're not there yet. No, I need to know now. So, Discount Tree Lot, they're left over from last year. You cut your own tree down, correct? Yeah. So, shouldn't the tree be bigger and better the next year and not discounted? They said it was the Discount Tree Lot that, (laughs) um, 
I just, I feel like the, the discount tree lot will eventually turn into the more expensive tree lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're also... I'm just imagining a bunch of, like, Charlie Brown and Christmas trees. It's just everywhere. all those. <laughs> Shelby's closer. <laughs> because okay. the second one's, like, the normal, like, what everyone gets. Mm-hmm. And what we have always gotten is, you know, the second lot tree and then the third lot is the taller grander trees right that are a different breed breed's not right bigger they could be a different breed it was both they're they're taller they're grander the the really expensive guys are the third lot so we get pulled up and we accidentally get off at the discount tree lot and i'm like this is fine they look good i'm happy let's go go cut down the fucking tree and get out of here right, right. i'm like look, these, there's trees there's right trees there. they they look fine they, look they, like they all look they like fucking like trees Christmas. to me so i'm like let's just go and get our tree right so we go through this discount tree lot and they they all look pretty good there's some that are a little misshapen some that do look like charlie brown but there's a lot of what you <laughs> i think are really nice looking trees so we find one it takes us a little bit because we're all you know picking out our favorites making it real fun for the kids you know and uh find one we andy chops it down because i'm not about to do that and you just said you were cold it would warm you up yeah but i'm having to chase the littlest child around like don't go wandering off in the woods because she loves being outside and she will just wander towards the biggest um, uh, clumps of trees she can so she can go play in the woods forever. Yeah. She, she loves she, it. I don't she, know why. It does seem like she's part tree people. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, always. She's always been like that. You take her outside and she wants to go to the most um, remote place she can get that has trees and wildlife. <laughs> eat bugs drink tree sap i don't know what she wants to do but she's trying anyway so i have to like contain her but she's having fun and he's you know chopping down the tree and we're bringing it back and we go through it we get it home it it all went pretty smoothly other than being cold but we get home and we realize why it was a discount tree although it looked really good to us i guess yes it was on fire no. <laughs> but the trunk Tori is... Needs to guess. Nope, Shelby needs to guess. Um... <laughs> it was actually a fake tree planted oh, in the, the real tree would... forest. That would have been fantastic. It was actually a banjo. <laughs> that might have been useful. Instead... We didn't realize that the entire trunk of this tree zigzags back and forth, and it there's no way to make it look straight when you're putting it in the tree stand. Wait no way in hell to make this goddamn tree look fucking straight at all. Oh, like going goes, up. Going up. It doesn't go straight up like a normal fucking tree. No, this thing looks like an accordion that like broke in few places. Can't, um, can't you just buy like, <clears throat> a tree stretcher, though? Like, mm. You attach part of it to your ceiling and the other part to your tree. And you attach the bo- another part to the bottom of, the, of, the, of it. I, can't I think you're making this face. shit up, okay? Because that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, I, could, I could do it with a straight uh, No. <laughs> I've never heard of a goddamn tree straight. I use a tree every year. Yeah, Even for my fake trees. <laughs> like, how, how do you expect yeah. to get Do you iron trees? them out, too? Yeah, all the needles, everyone. Okay. 
Because mm-hmm. I like them to be nice and dry when I put them, over, put them in my living room. And string lights on them yeah. so that they'll yeah. light a fire easier. Well, you know, wet trees. <laughs> Although live trees go through about four to five cups of water a day. Good to know. Just right. so you know. Oh, shit. Plastic trees go through zero cups of water a day. My well, we would have die. a plastic tree. <laughs> I can't even give myself that much water. Yeah. If you don't water your tree, it's a fire hazard, and you will catch on fire from your your lights and burn your fucking house down. Yeah, that's one of the re- many no reasons. wonder people don't have real trees. That's yeah, one of the many reasons I don't put a tree in the house. But we do have a fake tree too. But it's a little one that I had when I first moved out. Mom gave us trees. Do you Wait, remember? Does that cancel out the real tree, so there's own. no risk of fire? No, I give that to Joseph. Put up in his own room, so he has his own tree. We do that for Jude too. Oh yeah. Well, we used to. We but yeah, we didn't miss you. Yeah, it, he Joe loves it. He had something in there somewhere. That Shelby? she'd kill a tree and lose her house. Wait, wait, wait. You, said what did you, some, you said something in there somewhere and it got covered up. Oh, I just said that I, I had a little tree too. Okay. Mom got it for me. Yeah, yeah. I think she got. Well, she. She least, got a. She got, yeah, she got like a purple one or something. I had a red one from mom. Yeah. And I still have it and it's in Joseph's room right now. So does your tree look stupid? Is <laughs> the real question here. Okay, so. We have the weirdest collection of ornaments ever, so our tree is always a little eccentric. So this just adds to the flair, right? You know, I'm with you on that. Yes, I used to be. <laughs> I'm not. I used to be. I kind think of, your tree looks dumb. No, you. Oh, <laughs> that's really rude. Christmas hater. I want to see if you guys can guess what we have for tree toppers. It's the Shelby, only. You go first. And if you want a hint, I'll give it to you. No hints. Um. I don't know. Like an angel? No. <laughs> Think eccentric and weird. And shotgun shells. We do it. That's part of it. That's half. What, what is shells. it? Shotgun shells. Shot- Red and green Oh, I, I do remember that. That's actually. <laughs> this is, we added another part this year. I don't think your tree looks stupid. I take it back. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Now I will tell you. Um, The shafts of arrows that are meant for deer hunting. (laughs) Oh, so you like arrange them all in a pretty way? Well, no, the arrows are in like a cross, uh, like an X for like, you know, skull and crossbone kind of thing. And then very Christmassy, but it has red on it. And all the (laughs) shotgun shells, they are red and green and they go perfectly on the ends of the tree. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cute. Maybe maybe this will be a thing now where your tree like gets more and more eccentric every year. It's like more crooked or like. <laughs> yeah, probably because we we keep adding new different things. So you also had a Christmas party this past weekend. I did. I went to a Christmas party at uh, my husband's conservation club, and it was. Uh, I'm not great in sociable environments, as I've stated before. So for the first several hours, I really just followed the kids around and like pretended to check up on them because right. I didn't. To do. I didn't have anything to do or really like. I had some people to talk to, but I'm just I'm I'm bad at social. Um, but one <laughs> thing I thought was really neat and really in, ingenious for this type of party is one of the guys that was putting on the party he actually hired babysitters that showed up for the party itself a 19 year old and a 21 year old to babysit the 17 kids that were there 
That's a really good idea. So the parents that could train and wander around and not have to constantly check on their kids because there's two grown adults that were sitters. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It was ingenious. And I hats off. I got their names and we're going to use them. Yeah. Just like the whole thing of having a, a night where you can just go. Yeah. They've, paid for, they've made the arrangements. And like, honestly, when you get a group of kids together, it's less work. True. It's, it, it, depending mm-hmm. on the size, it's less prep, I guess. You can't. You don't have to have an idea. <clears throat> you can just True. Kids play. You just have to have stuff. Well, and they had a whole bunch of make your own ornament stuff out for the okay. kids. And see, they even planned. The only thing is, the kid that uh, there's like one or two that would try to wander off. As kids do, that's part of yeah. kids. Yeah, and that that's Ooh. kids. Um, but I thought that was ingenious, and they also catered in the skillet. Which yeah. was awesome. Oh, nice. So that was uh, both amazing. And it was a Toys for Tots fundraiser kind of thing. So everyone that showed up brought up like a bags full of toys to donate for Toys for Tots. And then I'm telling you, this box, the Toys for Tots box was overflowing. Neat. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a, yeah. such a good idea. Yeah. I like that. And then all of it with charity, too. So that, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, Tori... Do you have any homework for us this week? Yes, I am really curious about the state of trees in people's houses. For those who celebrate Christmas and put up a Christmas tree, do you get a live tree, a fresh tree? And if you do, do you cut it yourself? Or do you go the plastic route? And do you think that there should be some sort of feud between the two? Uh, We have a vintage silver tree. That's what we have. It fits it's very our, pretty. It fits our decor very well. Yeah. So oh, that as, does sound really cool. A real cool. tree would not, because it'd be in the house. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, what if it's tree. crooked? Even crooked. <laughs> okay. I really like plants being outside. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I'm, I pretend against tree people. It's just not my thing. Nothing against tree people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds like you have something against well, three people when you say it that you, way. What would you call them? It's not a derogatory term. Like, I'm not calling them like, I'm just saying, hey, like, you're tree people. I'm not tree people. I'm all natural. you tree people. No, we're all naturals. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it the natural way. <laughs> we don't have that processed tree shit in our houses. Fair enough. Arr. So, Shelby, are you a tree person? Um, well, I am, but the past two years, um, we haven't had a tree because we've been here. So, uh, but when we did have our own place, um, we had, we have the same, the same tree that I've used since I moved out. Um, and it's not, the itty it's bitty like one? a middle, huh? The itty bitty one? No, no, no. It's kind of like a middle tree. Okay. Mom gave it to me. I think it was like an old one that she didn't want anymore. And it's not, a, it's not completely full size and it's also not very tiny. It's kind of medium sized. Nice. So I like it. Um, and I love Christmas trees, and I'm, I wouldn't be against a real tree, but I've just never had, uh, like, the means to, you know, like, the time and to get one and stuff like that, so. The I time, and then you have, to, you have to really, like, it is a chore the entire time it's there. And then you, yeah, like, you have to really commit. Not and too I bad. Pass, and then so. you have to dispose of it at the end. That's the more difficult yeah. part, because well, I, you have a truck. I believe that trees should be up until New Year's Day. Yes. That's the day you take down your tree. Right. Yes. As you're recovering from your massive hangover. Oh, yeah. Is you take down the fucking tree. You don't take it down early for, like, because the city picks them up a week earlier than that. Fuck that. Oh, the city picks... Oh, the city... Oh, you live where there's tree disposal. 
Yeah, they'll come and pick it up like a couple days before that. And it's yeah. like, uh, no, my tree stays up till New Year's. I'm not sure we have that here. Oh, set it down. Well, we might. I don't know. I, you know what? I've never had a tree, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure last year's tree is still decomposing behind our little house. Hmm. Those are Whoops. Fun. Yeah. Well, it happens. So, all right. <laughs> and uh, Shelby, where can people tell you what their tree status is? Do you think I could make money on a dead tree farm? <laughs> yeah. Well, it maybe. Okay. I don't know. I mean... Uh, if, if a farmer can get you to go pick his product for for you, yeah, and then get you to compl- get get your husband to complain that he's not using his own gas in his own truck <laughs> to, to pick said yep. said thing with his own tools, then yeah, I think you can probably start a dead. You can sell anything. Okay. Yeah, that that, that proves that you can sell anything. So. Cool. I'm I'm happy now. Um. Well, you can send those to me on Instagram at S period A-E-M-N or our podcast Twitter at Paper Cup Calls or our podcast Facebook Paper Cup Calls. Or you can send them to me on Facebook at Tory Paper Cup Calls or on Twitter at Tory Cup Calls. And I'm at Link Cup Calls on Twitter. This has been Paper Cup Calls, episode 68, living proof that podcasting is dead. Trap. Trap. We were close. You were close. Okay. The Van Trap family has... Von Trap. <laughs> Von Trap family. Von Trap. Von Trap family. <laughs> I don't actually know how to say it. <laughs> Did you know... Sorry. I, I just found <laughs> I was really excited about this. Fiddler's Hearth is a Scottish bar. It's not an Irish bar. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe that's why it gets Scottish and Irish mixed it's, up. You know what? It might be their fault. It's a Scottish bar. Because they have Celtic stuff. I, yeah, I guess I yeah, never knew the difference. I just found this out. Yeah. And that's why they serve Scotch eggs, too. Yeah. That would make sense. You know, there was a lot of writing on the wall that you say it. Yeah. It probably but says I, Scottish bar, not Irish bar, Irish too. Irish bar as well. Yeah. It would, no, everyone thinks it's an Irish bar. I bet it doesn't say Irish bar anywhere there. I bet it, you know what? Hold on a second. Hey, they serve <laughs> Irish coffee, which I had. I actually had the Nutty Irishman while I was there. Ah. So that's confusing. I bet. It, says, it says Irish Celtic. Yeah. But you're right. The Celtic stuff is is Scotland, isn't it? Yeah. That's see? That's mm. why I'm blaming them for why I don't know the difference between yeah. the two.